Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Bienvenue à Coffee Break French. Welcome back to the Coffee Break French show. Moi, c'est Marc. Et je suis Max. Comment vas-tu, Max Bah écoute, très bien, et toi Il faut dire, aujourd'hui, je suis fatigué. Fatigué Fatigué, <laughs> oui. Et ça se voit probablement. <laughs> Pas du tout. <laughs> it's actually the fourth time we've recorded this introduction, so yeah, it probably is quite obvious I'm tired today. Anyway, welcome back to the Coffee Break French show. This is the weekly show in which we help you move on with your French, improve your French one coffee break at a time. And if you're watching this episode on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. If you're listening to the podcast version, remember to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from. Super. Alors, aujourd'hui, qu'est-ce qu'on fait, Max C'est un épisode qui va être intéressant. <rire> qui va être intéressant C'est un épisode que nous avons préparé ce matin. C'est un épisode que nous préparé ce matin, qui va être très intéressant. Nous parlons, bien sûr, de qui et que. C'est parti Allez, on y va Ok, Max. Qui and que? Qui and que. So, both are uh, relative pr pronouns. Yeah, it's a fancy word, relative pronouns. It basically means they join parts of a sentence related to each other. Exactement. And uh, they use like pronouns to avoid repeating the same noun over and over. Yeah. So, each one replaces a different thing. And we're going to be talking in some grammatical terms today, but we're going to give you examples which will help you understand exactly how these two words work. Let's begin with qui. Oui, donc qui replaces a subject. Mm -hmm. So let's take an example. Je parle à mon frère. Oui. I'm talking to my brother. And mon frère habite à Toulouse. Okay, my brother lives in Toulouse. Now that second part of the sentence, mon frère habite à Toulouse. Mon frère is the subject there. It is. So we can avoid repeating mon frère and use qui to link the two sentences into one sentence. Mm -hmm. So it would be je parle à mon frère qui habite à Toulouse. Now, if we were looking at this sentence in English, it would say I speak to my brother who lives in Toulouse. Correct. Okay. Remember that who. We'll come back to it later. Okay. So Let's perhaps look at another couple of examples of, of qui. Oui, so you could say, Regarde, c'est le chat qui est toujours dans mon jardin. So look, it's the cat who is always in my garden or which is always in my garden or even that is always in my garden. Uh, I know that the, the use of that and which varies 
in certain parts of the English speaking world, but we get the idea. That's the cat and that cat is always in my garden, but we're not seeing the cat again. We're replacing the cat second time round. Exactly. Because the cat is being in the garden. So it's the subject mm-hmm. of being in the garden. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So what about, um, this is the book. The book is very interesting. So this is the book, which is very interesting. So, c'est le livre, voici le livre. Le livre est très intéressant. Mm-hmm. So, instead of repeating le livre, c'est le livre qui est très intéressant. So, in that situation, we're using qui, but this time it's translating which. So, it's not a person, it's a thing, and that's why we're using which. But in, in French, we still use qui, because it is the relative pronoun that replaces the subject. The book is very interesting, second time in the second part of the sentence, which is very interesting. Qui est très intéressant. Exactement. And in French, objects are he or she as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't find my mug. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds quite odd. Elle est là. <laughs> Elle est là. La tasse qui est sur la table. Tout à fait. Okay, so that's qui. We will have a look at que, and then we'll talk a little bit about how to make the distinction between the two and give you some tips. Très bien. So, que replaces a direct object pronoun. So let me give you an example. J'ai acheté des chaussures, mm-hmm. which is I bought shoes. Mm-hmm. Les chaussures sont blanches. The shoes are white. Yeah. Okay. So we've got two sentences there. I bought the shoes. The shoes are white. Now, how are you going to combine these? So if you want to say the shoes that I bought mm-hmm. are white, les chaussures que j'ai acheté. Mm-hmm. Because the shoes are not the subject. They're not buying things. Yeah. They're being bought. They're mm-hmm. the object. Mm-hmm. Donc, les chaussures que j'ai acheté. Yeah. So, les chaussures que j'ai acheté. There, que is translating that or which. Um, if we were talking about a person, then we would have a similar situation, but we would still use que. Yeah. So, you could have a sentence, le garçon que j'ai rencontré. I'm the one who met, who had the action of meeting, mm-hmm. and I met who? Le garçon. Yeah. Which is the object. So, le garçon que j'ai rencontré. Yeah. So there, the boy which I met, the boy whom I met in, in correct English in a sense, but that which, whom, that, who, these are all words that are being translated in this case by que. And it also sometimes translates to nothing in English. You yeah. can just completely <laughs> drop the that or which. Yeah. The boy I met, the shoes I bought. Exactly. And so on. So it's important to remember that if we're using nothing in English, we still have the concept of the relative pronoun in there, even though we're not seeing it. And that's why we need to put in a, a que uh, yeah. in, in French. You definitely need the que. You cannot just omit it. Okay, Max, so far we've been looking at subjects and objects and allowing that to help us decide whether it's key or que. And that might well work for, for lots of our listeners and viewers. But I'm going to suggest another way of thinking about this that might also be helpful. What I always like to think of is what is the word, what type of word is coming straight after the key or the que? So if we've got a, a, a space that we need a key or a que in, what is the thing that's coming immediately after? If we go back to the first sentence, remind us of the first sentence there about your brother. Oui, je parle à mon frère, habite à Toulouse. So we've got a blank in there. What should it be? So the first thing that comes after that blank is habite. And in English, if we're saying, I speak to my brother who lives in Toulouse, 
the first thing that comes after the who is the conjugated verb, lives. It's not who he lives or anything like that, it's who lives. So the who is doing the, the, the subject's work, but the thing that immediately follows is the conjugated verb. So in that case, it is 100% of the time key. It has to be key. However, look at the other example about the, the boy that you, you met. Ouais, le garçon blanc j'ai rencontré. So le garçon blanc j'ai rencontré. What's the first thing that comes after the blank? Well, the boy that I met, or the boy whom I met, or the boy blank I met. The first thing that comes after that space is an I. So it's a subject, it's a pronoun in this case. It could be uh, the, the boy whom John met. In that case, it's still a subject. It's John, it's someone else. So in that situation, it 100% of the time has to be k. And for me, that really helps me decide what's the thing that comes straight after. Is it a subject or is it a verb? If it's the verb, we're straight in with ki. If it's the subject, it's k. That's a very useful way of looking at it. Just an alternative. It might work for some people, the other way might work for others. Let's put it to the to, to the practice and to practice with some further examples. Good idea, Mark. Let's look at this sentence. J'ai un ami qui parle allemand et qui habite à Berlin. So taking it back to what we've just said, what comes straight after the qui? It's parle and habite. Two conjugated verbs. Exactly. Meaning we need qui. Yeah, and so the key is doing the work of the subject, j'ai un ami, and that subject is the ami now, the ami speaks German and lives in Berlin. Super, un autre exemple? Oui, vas-y. Oui. C'est le film que j'ai regardé hier et que j'ai adoré. Okay, so here, c'est le film que j'ai regardé. It's the film that I saw yesterday and which... J'ai adoré, and which I loved. And again, each time we've got a subject, we've got je in here. In this case, it's j'ai regardé and j'ai adoré. This is why we have que. Okay. Super. Un autre exemple. Vas-y. Le livre que tu m'as donné est très intéressant. Okay. So, le livre que tu m'as donné, the book which you gave me, or the book that you gave me, and again, what comes straight after the key or the que, it is a subject this time, you. Le livre que tu m'as donné est très intéressant. And let's talk more about this book. Mm -hmm. C'est ce livre qui m'a permis de comprendre la physique. Super, c'est ce livre, it's this book, qui m'a permis. Now be careful here, because that m'a permis might throw you, okay? But it's still a conjugated verb. It is. The M apostrophe in there is an indirect object pronoun. It allowed me, it permitted to me, de comprendre la physique of understanding or to understand uh, physics. Right. And if we put those two last sentences together... I know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> C'est le livre que tu m'as donné qui m'a permis de comprendre la physique. Oh, what a beautiful sentence. So, C'est le livre que tu m'as donné. It's the book that you gave me qui m'a permis, which helped me, de comprendre la physique, to understand physics. But don't let that, that and which and who and so on confuse you. Just ask yourself, what's the thing that comes straight after? Is it a, a subject or is it a conjugated verb? Très bien, c'est fini. 
Now we hope that you've enjoyed this lesson and that you found it useful trying to sort out ki versus ke in your mind. And if you'd like to see a written version of all the, the information that we've contained in this lesson, then you can check out our blog post and there's a link for that in the description. Exactement, Marc. And if you'd like more help with your French, we send regular free email lessons that can be about vocabulary, about grammar, expressions, culture, etc. If you're interested, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com slash French. Now, we've got some good news because next time in our next episode, we're going to be taking the concept of qui and que a little further with some practice. Nous avons un, un petit test, un petit exercice pour vous, uh, pour pratiquer qui et que. C'est très intéressant. J'ai hâte. <laughs> Moi aussi. For now, we would like to say thank you. Merci beaucoup et à la prochaine. Happy coffee breaking. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>